Hello, you beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa. I am so excited to be tuning in on another episode with you. I am very excited to dive into today's topic. I feel like it is very, very prevalent and seems to be not talked about enough. And what I mean by this is that I'm sure you listening, maybe you know someone who can relate. How often has our narrative or mindset around our bodies, around our goals, always kind of been centered around how can I lose weight? How can I be smaller? How can I see the number on the scale go down, right? That's usually where we place a lot of our focus. And I'm guilty for this too. For years, I was definitely stuck in that mindset where I thought, you know, the only goal that mattered to me or that would get me to where I wanted to go or give me the confidence that I wanted, it was tied to a smaller body, a smaller number, more weight loss, more fat loss, whatever you want to call it. And something that I want to make really clear too is that, you know, I am all for like body autonomy, whatever you want to do with your body, whatever you want your goals to look like. I'm not here ever to shame anyone for maybe wanting to improve certain areas or shift things, but I always do find it problematic when our sole focus is around aesthetic goals or physical goals or weight loss goals, because in the reality of it, that's never actually going to bring us to where we want to go, right? We think the smaller body or the weight loss is going to give us the confidence, the happiness, the health, or the feelings of worthiness, right? And while depending on, you know, where you're at in your journey, like, yes, of course, we want to be promoting a healthy body, a strong body. We want to be able to be empowered and supportive for our body for the long term. But time and time again, when we have that very fixated focus on just losing weight, we are oftentimes taking a very extreme approach, right? Like we're either going on these crazy diets, we're engaging in in really maybe intense or disordered activity patterns, maybe we're only working out to burn calories, for example, and usually then we're also associating all those things that we want to achieve in regards to like health, confidence, worthiness that I just went over. We are basing our whole identity over the fact that, okay, once I'm in a smaller body, that is when I can feel this way or reach this thing or get to this place in my life, right? And this just is never the case. When we solely focus on weight loss or being our smallest selves, We oftentimes encounter lower self-confidence. We can sometimes have a more disordered mindset around our body. Maybe we're experiencing some body dysmorphia. We can be really fixated on food if we are going to extremes. Maybe we're not present with our loved ones anymore. Maybe we are just having zero balance. We're saying no to a lot of things. We're not making memories. And maybe we're not actually then focusing on things that light us up, right? Like we're so consumed with our body and food and potentially exercise that we're not pursuing our passions. We're not getting excited about certain life endeavors or other goals, maybe career-wise, family-wise, relationship-wise, whatever it might be. So 
this episode, my hope and goal for it is to kind of outline, you know, instead of keyword, instead of solely focusing on the weight loss, on the number on the scale being smaller, on you being smaller in your physical body, there are these certain things, you know, common things, common practices that healthy, strong, empowered women do that actually are going to fulfill you and add to your lifestyle in a way that solely focusing on weight loss could ever give you. So I want to outline these things. I've kind of condensed them into five different areas. So five common practices or common things, if you will, that healthy, empowered women do. You know, women who are uh, strong and feeling their best and energized and living their life but they're also present. They're also enjoying themselves. They also have strong metabolisms. Their hormones are, for the most part, balanced. They, you know, are thriving in more ways than just what you can see on the outside. And this is true. Like, this is, I would say, the true epitome of what we should all be striving for. It's not just how you look, because someone could look crazy shredded, have zero body fat, you know, maybe be societal's kind of quote unquote ideal standard, if you will, or, or what we're kind of, what's portrayed in the media for us to kind of, you know, try and look like, but they could have crazy digestive issues. They could have terrible gut health. They could be barely sleeping. They could be having a sluggish metabolism. Their hormones could be totally messed up. Maybe they're actually miserable. Maybe they don't have good relationships because they're not ever present. Maybe they're missing out on a lot in their life, right? So I always want to paint that picture of both sides of it. You have no idea what someone is doing or sacrificing or causing in a negative consequence type manner when they look a certain way, right? And as women too, just to outline before I kind of dive into things here, as women, we really do thrive with a certain amount of body fat. And again, everyone is going to be so different here. There's no, obviously one size fits all. Everyone's body physiology, genetic makeup is so, so, so different. And this is why I just always say that, you know, like when you see cellulite, when you see body fat rolls, when you see the lower part of your stomach sticking out of it. When you see that you have hip dips or dimples or stretch marks, like these are also freaking normal and actually probably proof in some way, shape or form that you're healthy, that you're an alive human being. Because for, for women, especially like when we are really, really low percentage of body fat, Um, Again, this isn't everyone's genetic makeup for, but for a lot of us, like it means that we're going to extremes. It means that we're barely eating. It means that we're probably losing our period. We probably don't have balanced hormones. We probably are super cranky, moody, dizzy, crazy headaches. Like we are not thriving at that point. We are barely surviving. So to outline things that healthy, empowered women do, I think is a more uplifting approach to looking at, okay, what can I add into my life? What can I focus on? What can I get really consistent about if I want to feel my best, look my best, like overall from the inside out, be 
cultivating a lifestyle that I really love and that I can maintain for the long term instead of just trying to be my smallest self because that is never, ever, ever going to get you A, to where you want to go and B, to a lifestyle that actually feels really freaking good. Like that will never bring you that. So let me dive into it before I continue to kind of ramble here. So five things I want to outline. The first one being, I'm sure you can guess, healthy, empowered women are balancing their nutrition. Okay. They have a balanced way of eating. They're not restricting. They're not skipping meals. They are enjoying food, right? We're, we're eating breakfast. We're eating every few hours throughout the day and our meals have carbs in them. Our meals have foods that we enjoy in them and we aren't scared to honor our cravings. We're not fearful of certain food groups. Okay. So when we can focus on a wide array of, of balanced whole foods, right? We have variety in our nutrition, things that are not only yummy and satisfying when we eat them, but they're giving us energy. They're giving us nutrients, vitamins, minerals, like all the things that we need to function from a cellular level upwards. And then we also have, you know, the the moderation of going out to eat, having the things that you might be craving and just honoring exactly what your body needs, right? So listening to hunger cues, listening to those fullness cues, like our nutrition is balanced. And this time and time again, I can even be an advocate for this. When your nourishment is consistent, when you're giving your body what it needs, not only on a more scientific level, are you scientific? I always say that on a more scientific level, don't we love when you just make up random words out of, out of thin air? So when we're focusing on consistent nutrition, not only are we like really fueling a strong thriving metabolism, which is really the, the whole point here. But again, it's like helping you with your mental health because you're enjoying your food. It's satisfying for you. There is something to be said about the energy you feel around your food. If you know anything about energetics or just like the aura we kind of hold over certain things, think about it. If you're if you're dreading a meal or it's really boring for you or you just know it's not going to fill you up, you know it's not what you want because it's not a maybe like satisfying or yummy or whatever, but maybe it's just actually not a lot of food because we're we're kind of like maybe restricting we are not going to like not only be digesting that food very well because there's so much negative energy hanging around it, but it's also just going to cause so much havoc on a subconscious level, right? Like just really giving us kind of um, negative consequences overall for not giving our bodies what it needs. So we want to focus on consistent balanced nutrition. Okay. Like it sounds super simple in theory. I know that this isn't always easy to, facilitate maybe if you're used to restricting or you're used to eating as little as possible or you just are kind of scared to eat certain foods you feel have that food guilt um this is where i come in honestly like this is exactly what i can help you with so you know where to find me if nutrition is a struggle for you okay number two healthy empowered women consistently move their bodies. Okay. And I want to explain this one because I don't want you thinking that I'm saying, you know, you need to be exercising 24 seven needs to be really intense movement. You can never sit down. No, 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 no. Like, no, 
that is definitely not the vibe we're going for. What I mean by consistent movement is that you're moving in ways that support your body that kind of create like homeostasis in the body. Okay. So like walking lots, we're mixing in some resistance training. We're having fun with our movement. Maybe we're trying new things. You don't necessarily have to be, but like maybe you're doing like a class or you're dancing or whatever it is, but it's more so like the fact that we're not always sedentary, right? So we need to find that balance between, okay, we're not just like sitting all day, but we're not also overdoing it. So we have that balance with rest, but for the most part, that consistent movement is just, you know, keeping you not only strong and healthy and and going in your day-to-day life, but that's actually going to just help you on a deeper level health-wise, right? So like finding that fun movement, getting outside, consistently moving your body. But again, we're not going to extremes. Number three, again, very, very straightforward, which a lot of us actually have a hard time with. And it is that healthy and empowered women have a good sleep routine. And what I mean by this is that we are, you know, going to bed quite early at a decent hour. I would say maybe like the sweet spot for a lot of women is like 9 to 10 p.m. We're not scrolling on our phone till midnight. We're not up until 2 a.m. We are having deep, restful, uninterrupted sleeps and we're getting to bed at a good hour. And in the same breath, we're also waking up at a decent hour, right? So like if you're going to bed at a good hour, you're getting like seven to nine to nine hours of sleep. That's ideal for a lot of women, a lot of people in general, actually seven to nine hours. Then you're able to wake up like significantly early. You know, I'm not saying you need to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day if you don't have to, but maybe you're waking up like six, seven, okay, 8 a.m. We'll push it a little bit and you're feeling really good, right? Like how many times have you maybe experienced going to bed super, super late, scrolling on your phone all night when you knew that wasn't supportive for you? And then you're like waking up super groggy. Maybe you're like hitting your snooze button 10 times in the morning and then your day is is reflected in that, right? Like you hop on your phone right away. Maybe you're scrolling first thing in the morning. Maybe you're jumping right into work. You're not taking time for yourself. You're skipping breakfast. You're just kind of diving into your day without actually taking time for yourself to to start things on on a good note, right? So if you can get to bed at a good time, you're not only supporting your circadian rhythm, you're supporting your hormones, your metabolism, all these things that when we go to bed and we don't scroll before bed, like we kind of eliminate that screen time before bed, we have really restful sleeps. And then when we're waking up, realistically, we're getting some sunlight in our eyes first thing, whether you're like stepping outside for some fresh air, whether it's just through your window in the morning, but that sunlight directly in the eyes. And just to be clear, I'm not saying go stare at the sun for five minutes and blind yourself. I'm just saying like, get some indirect sunlight into your eyes. Okay. Um, Without sunglasses on like this really is so supportive for hormone health, your sleep rhythm, all the things. And then maybe we're having breakfast. Maybe we're doing a small meditation. We're just supporting ourselves in the morning. I don't even care if it's only five minutes. Five minutes is fantastic of you tuning into yourself, focusing on what you need, and then creating your day from a place of calm and ease and empowerment, right? Because no one is going to wake up, sit on their phone for 30 minutes, compare your life right away to someone else, uh, 
skip nourishment, dive right into work. There's no way you're creating from a place of abundance and love from there on out in your day, right? So it's like, how can you support yourself first thing? Like I always say, you can do some movement first thing, definitely get in um, a high protein breakfast that's going to be super supportive for you. Get the sunlight into your eyes. And I promise you, it is such a simple thing, but women who are truly, truly thriving and feeling good and their internal functions are, are really, really optimal. Sleep is huge. Sleep is king. Sleep is queen. Okay. Number four, healthy and empowered women, they drink coffee, they eat sugar, and they enjoy alcohol in moderations. In moderation. And why I wanted to add this to the list is because a lot of these things are demonized, right? Like we're told, don't eat this, don't drink, don't drink this, don't put this into your body. And to a certain extent, okay, yes, like like I said in the in the first note here, we want to be making sure we're giving our body what it needs, quality nourishment, mostly whole foods. But these, I don't think anything should be demonized, okay? Like alcohol, totally you can enjoy in moderation. It's nothing that you need to cut out. It's also nothing that you need to actually intentionally drink. If you're not a big alcohol drinker, that's fine. Um, I don't drink often, but I do enjoy the a glass of wine or going for a cocktail with my friends. And then when I just have it when I want it, it doesn't turn into a binge, just like with food could, right? Like it doesn't turn into me having way more than actually makes me feel good because I just have it when I want it. I feel good with maybe one or two drinks every now and then. Sometimes I go months and months and months without drinking and I'm fine with that. And so just finding what works for you in that sense. And the same goes for coffee and anything else that you kind of want to incorporate. And the reason I bring up sugar is because sugar is not bad. Sugar does not need to be cut out, restricted, demonized. Sugar is actually, and this makes me so angry that more people don't know this, but sugar is actually the number one, not only fuel source for your body, but it's the number one like utilized and really beneficial source for your metabolism. And everything happens in your metabolism. That's every single system going on in your body. And ultimately that's what helps you, you know, use your food as fuel and energy. Okay. So when you eat sugar, and of course I'm talking about natural sugars, like I'm not talking about high fructose corn syrup, of course, but I'm talking about, you know, like fruit, if you want to add like brown sugar or just regular white sugar to your coffee, like that's also okay. That doesn't need to be feared. Um, honey is freaking amazing. Any, any sugars you're going to find like in your whole food carb sources, fan freaking tastic have a heyday with it because also what you'll realize is that when you give your body that fuel and again we're, we're making balanced meals it's not like we're just eating sugar by the tablespoon and I feel like I do need to say that because someone is always going to be out there twisting my words which is fine I will explain as much as I need to but when we have those balanced meals we have enough carbs in our in our system we're allowing for that moderation it really does a number for us in general. It makes our lifestyle realistic. It's for the long term. We enjoy it more. We're no longer putting energy into that all or nothing mindset. Okay. So like you listen to your body. Um, and with coffee, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm a huge coffee drinker, but the thing is I drink it to enjoy it. I don't need five cups a day because I, I use it as like a meal replacement. No, I just like enjoy a latte here and there. 
when you're overly drinking coffee, I would just look at like, am I getting enough nutrients? Can I actually have a meal instead of a cup of coffee, right? Um, And I've also recently switched to tea. And like I just said, I add honey to my tea. I add milk. I add all the things to make it really delicious and yummy. And that is exactly how you're going to create a lifestyle that you freaking love, that makes you feel good, and it gives you more freedom, right? Last but not least, number five, often the toughest one to follow through with, but probably the most substantial and important one you could possibly focus on. It is that healthy and empowered women manage stress quite well. Okay. So stress, obviously we all undergo it. It's kind of inevitable. We can't really completely cut it out of our lives because some stress, you know, is necessary. Like we need a little bit of stress for certain things, certain functions, certain pushes in our life. But first and foremost, let me just say that majority of us, especially as women, are running off of stress. And this is completely different. This is not what we want to happen. We're living in a state of constant stress, high cortisol. We're in survival mode. We're in fight or flight mode. And this means that the body is not safe. The body does not feel safe so that it can heal. It doesn't feel like it can work with you. It feels like it's always either trying to keep up or trying to keep itself safe. And it doesn't really trust you. It doesn't really know what's going on. It's it's not in a safe environment, right? And so like when our bodies can feel really, really freaking good and safe in the environment we're in, the relationship we're in, what our mindset sounds like, and we know how to cope under stress or we just have practices in place to support our nervous system or to regulate our nervous system. Because again, like life is never going to be totally within our control. But if we have those tools, practices, mindsets in place to constantly support us, uplift us, kind of carry us through maybe a tough time, whatever it is. Um, This is huge. And when I talk about stress, I also mean like when we're under eating, when we're overtraining, when we're not getting enough sleep, this all directly affects our stress levels. It's going to increase it. It's once again, putting us in survival mode because if the body doesn't have what it needs, like we are just like in fight or flight mode, right? Imagine a bear running after us. We're not focused on digesting our food or, you know, reaching that goal in the gym. Like we are just trying to survive. So all of these areas, once are once again, like put quite simply, they are very simple concepts, right? Like it's not like these are things that you need to go buy. They're not things you need to go like necessarily 360 your life with but if we can slowly implement these things if we can slowly start to focus on these things like place more intention around them and see that this is actually what's going to be worth our energy and our time and getting to where we want to go uh this will transform our lives okay um i've seen it tons with my clients always this is the foundations that we work on i've seen it with myself i've seen it with just women who don't diet and who don't overtrain and who just overall live a very like balanced healthy supportive lifestyle it really can be this simple okay so if you're listening to this and you're like how the hell do i get here i'm so either confused about these things or i'm so far to the opposite extreme 
I totally hear you because all these concepts for so long for me felt really, really far away and just foreign. Like I really just didn't understand how to get here. And honestly, they, they can be, and they should be really, really easy. Like it really doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to feel overwhelming or hard. Yes. Some of these things might at first feel foreign and kind of like the unknown can be, be scary, but overall, like they should feel really empowering and supportive because when you think about it, all these things are being added to your life, right? Like you're adding these things to your lifestyle, to your rituals, to your, to your daily routines. They should feel good. Okay. So I want to help you see how easy it can be and just, you know, give you the support you need. If you feel like you're at that point of like, I'm so done feeling like crap, feeling consumed by food in my body, having no idea how to nourish my body, just maybe having like no self-confidence or just really struggling with body image, whatever your, your I'm done with moment is, I got you. You know, I always got you. So my Fed Girl online course teaches exactly these concepts on a very foundational level. Okay. So it's things that, you know, we want to be slowly implementing into our routines, shifting our mindsets in a gradual way, and essentially just kind of pocketing those habits you need to thrive especially to rebuild your metabolism to really feel your best feel your strongest and to support your long-term health right like all these things as a whole are going to help you then feel more confident understand exactly what works best for you like feel really good about the routines you're setting in place for yourself for the long term right so i'm going to leave the description Uh, link below so you can just read more about the course what's included you know you can always reach out to me on instagram if you have questions um but this is ultimately like the best place to get started and it doesn't even matter where you're at in your journey how much you know how confused you are where you even are in this kind of stage or what stage you're in uh the course is going to cover materials that will benefit every single one of you because I built the course based off of my own journey, what I've seen work time and time again with my clients, and how to just overall take that really simple approach to it, right? So all of these five areas that I talked about today, like imagine what it would feel like to just be like, yeah, like I, my nutrition is balanced. Yeah, like I love my movement. Oh my God, like my sleeps are the freaking best. And I, I put the sugar in my coffee and I go for cocktails now and then, you know, and I know exactly how to support myself when a stressful situation comes up. Like I'm just loving my life. I feel so good. And this is just my new normal. Imagine what that would feel like. So please know that it's possible and you absolutely deserve it. It's like literally your birthright to feel really freaking good, really freaking empowered and to claim that, right? Like this is your moment to claim it. So I hope overall those give you a good idea of what to focus on instead of just losing weight because I I guarantee you that type of goal is never going to get you very far. So keep staying nourished, keep moving down the path that you know is going to support you and serve you best. And I will see you in the Fed Girl Online course. You got this girl. I'll talk to you guys soon.